Bears Hooligan Podcast coming at you for week 15. Bears versus the formerly lowly Lions. The Lions are no longer lowly. They just beat the shit out of the Bears today. Gave them an absolute beatdown. It was close in the first half. Bears got like 10 points, had a great drive to start the game. But somewhere in there in the first half, Fields got uh, hobbled. They were working him out on the sideline. And he just wasn't the same for the remainder of the game. He wasn't moving much in the pocket. He wasn't didn't have didn't have the rush. You know, he just he just couldn't move the ball. He got put up hundred yards in the first half. So he had a great first half. It looked like it was going to be another one of those like record setting days possibly for him. And then he just didn't have it anymore. He he got hobbled and and there was nothing there. I don't even know what his passing was, but it was horrendous too. But he also had no time. Like both guards went down today in the game. And the Bears line sucks to begin with. And Braxton Jones was just getting bowled over. Like every other play I'm watching the guy is getting knocked over. Like Braxton Jones is a complete, I don't, I don't call him a bust. He's a fifth-round pick, so he's not a bust. It wasn't like he's a first-round pick. But he's just way too much hype. All these Bears fans and in like PFF, Pro Football Focus, Focus, like tweeting out, thinking that this is like the tackle left tackle of the future here. Could be. I mean, give him a couple more seasons, see what he's got. But... A lot of the time this season, he looks like a fifth-round pick out there. That's what he looks like. He looks like what he is. I mean, people. Are, I mean, for the poor guy, he's getting too much pressure put on him. He's a fifth-round pick. He's not the savior of an offensive line. He's a fifth-round pick, and that's what he looks like. He looks like a fifth-round pick. They were saying that whatever this article was, completely overrating him through Pro Football Focus, saying he was like the 16th-ranked tackle or whatever. And then I saw other things saying, well, what they go off of is completely incorrect. Like, you know, he's had some good run blocking, but when it comes to certain types of pass blocking, he is bad. He is bad. And it showed today. It's bad. He's just getting bowled over, getting knocked down. Uh, the dude needs to hit the gym all offseason to try to build some muscle because the tape's out there of what to do against this guy, and now teams are doing it every week. And just, you know, there's multiple sacks against him today. It just wasn't uh, wasn't pretty. I mean, it uh, looked like maybe it'd be a bit of a battle to start after that first drive and uh and the bears were putting a few points on the board and fields was rushing for quite a bit but they just never got it put together and then the second half was just ugly in the second half they should have pulled the fields i don't get the point of risking getting him injured especially when he's not 100 percent. tell the dude couldn't move in the second half like he had been in the first half it was very obviously see from everyone the, the team had to have known i don't know what eber Fluzzi's thing is you know he's this like try hard you know, high school coach kind of mentality where we're going to go for the win, 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 win. We got to win under all circumstances. You don't risk your franchise QB who's going to really matter to this team next year when you actually, hopefully, if Poles does his job, have a shot at competing, potentially, versus this season when you are out of it, got the second pick in the draft locked up if you just lose out. There's absolutely no reason to Rick Fields anymore. He's not getting any valuable reps. The offensive line is just a jailbreak. Every play, it's a jailbreak. Guys guys are coming in right and left. It's a jailbreak. Get him out of there. Put whatever, I don't, Simeon I think is done for the season, right? So it's Peterman. Put Peterman in there. 
Who cares if that dude gets murdered? I don't. I don't care. And if he gets hurt, put in a you know a, a cornerback or somebody sitting on the bench that we don't care about to just hand the ball off. Just no point in getting Fields hurt, and that's all you're risking right now with the condition of that offensive line. He's not getting anything value. He's not learning anything. He's running for his life. It's just stupid. You're just risking him getting hurt, and he did get hurt today. Something happened, and the dude was hobbled. So it's just pointless. I know a lot of people say, "Well, that's just this is football. That's how football's played." You got you got a game left. In my eyes, unless this offensive line comes back healthy. Uh, he should just sit. You should just sit him for the last game. Uh, that's that's my opinion, but that's not what they're going to do because Iberfluzzi is is he's not trying for that second pick. He's trying to win. He's trying to get a W. Well, if you're really trying for a win, you do a pretty shitty job at it. I get your talent is completely depleted and it has been all season. It had it was depleted when the season started. Again, I called this team to be three and fourteen. They are probably going to be three and fourteen. A lot of people out there on the streets, including friends, wanted to talk shit about my prediction of 3-14. and 14. Well, looks like a pretty great prediction right now. I wish I had put some money on picking 3-14, and 14, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know if you can bet a specific record. I'm not a gambling master, although I did lose a bet on the Bears today. Put a couple, put a bet on Fields going to TD. I had, I had a parlay Fields, Fields, Herbert. And uh, what's his name? Jamal uh, Williams from Detroit. Williams got a touchdown, but nobody else did. So didn't hit on that. I got to bet on this Vikings-Packers game, too. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping. I think the Packers might be up right now. I can barely see it from where I'm sitting. Uh, yeah, Packers are up 7-3. Um, can't stand either team, but do hate the Packers much more and potentially being maybe Aaron Rodgers last season if we're lucky. I would love to see the Packers not make the playoffs this year. It'd be great. So, and I hope Minnesota gets bounced either in the first round or after their bye. What I don't, hope, however, their season works out for them. But, um, but yeah. Anyway, Bears wise, uh, we got one game left. You know, no reason to get Fields murdered. No reason for that at all. Let's just focus on that number two pick. Let's get that thing, and let's. Uh, I don't know what the Bears are going to do. Both. Both the QBs, they're talking, they're going to go high. The guy from Alabama and the guy from Ohio State. I don't know their names. Again, I'm not a scout. I don't really watch college football all that much. I turned on that Ohio State-Georgia game right at the end, the last few minutes, because it was really close. Ohio State actually had the lead when I turned it on, and then they eventually lost. But I just turned that on because I wanted to watch Georgia lose. I just despise, I despise all around the state of Georgia. The football team of Georgia, uh, I despise Georgia. It, it's just a shitty place. And the football team, me despising that, doesn't have anything to do with the state itself. I don't like the state because driving through it, which is all that is, is a, is a state you should be driving through. If you listen to the episode uh, where the Bears play the Falcons, I go into some detail about um, you know my trip to Atlanta and how horrendous that city is and how not fun, it, just not a good time. I, I don't get anybody going there for any leisurely travel. It's it's just not fun. But I also, just driving through that state, it's it's just the worst. It's like one of those states, like if you're trying to go to Florida and you, you got to go from where we're at, you got to go through Georgia going to Florida, it just never ends. And the traffic around Atlanta just sucks dick. It's the worst at almost any time of the day when you're driving and you're just like, oh, won't Georgia end? I just want to get out of this godforsaken place. And that's what it is. And and the fans, like I go I go into that episode where the Bears play the Falcons. 
The fans are just obnoxious. I, I've never been to a Bulldog game. I've never went anywhere to watch anything related to the fucking Georgia Bulldogs. I could care less. The only reason I know anything about their fans is one, social media. You see them posting all over social media. They're, they're fucking annoying. But two, at that Bears-Packers game, which I go into in detail, the only uh, – Bears-Packers, Bears-Falcons game, they're all wearing Bulldog attire at the game. They're not wearing any Falcons gear. They're all wearing Bulldog gear. And they're all, like, heckling people related to shit to do with the Bulldogs. Like, ah, oh, you went to Miami, you dumb son of a bitch. You ain't got nothing on the Bulldogs. <laughs> and they're just stanking. They stink like piss and sweat and chewing tobacco and Mountain Dew. They just stank. They're just stanky, gross, obnoxious human beings. And I was really hoping that their team would lose yesterday. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. But the two quarterbacks, like I was saying, that, that everybody's hyping up, played well yesterday, which hopefully bodes well for the Bears and somebody wanting to move up to two because Houston's definitely going to keep one. They won to, uh, they lost today. So Houston might go QB1. If they didn't, that would be crazy. But hopefully somebody wants whoever that second guy is enough to make them move up and trade the Bears and the Bears move down because I'm kind of thinking I want the Bears to move down. Everybody was hyping up that uh, D lineman from Georgia. And then watching that game and being on Twitter yesterday, like everybody said, the dude didn't really come to play. Because I had read before, this guy's a generational talent. This kind of guy you want on your team, generational talent, he's going to be unbelievable. You're like Aaron, Aaron Donald's type stuff. But then yesterday, when people are calling him out for not really doing much in one of the biggest games of his career, people are saying, oh, he's the kind of player that can take a game off. Well, to me, a type of player that can take a game off, that's not a generational type player. So I don't want a guy that's going to take a game off. I want a guy that's busting his ass every single game, win or lose, and out there bleeding and doing everything he can for his team and scrapping together whatever he can do. So if, if this guy ain't a winner and, he, and he's not trying out there trying every time because he thinks his shit don't stink and he can take a couple plays off or take a whole game off, I don't want that guy. So I'm fine then with trading back. I'd love if they would trade back if somebody that was just at like, I don't even know where all the teams line up right now. But if somebody, you know, was between like four and seven wanted to get wanted to come up and get the QB because they thought whoever has three is going to get him, that would be great. I'd love them to stay in that top ten, top five if possible, and still just pick up some more picks because the Bears are so talent depleted. They need talent. And if they can get some great quality picks by trading back, then trade back because you need talent. The only reason not to, to me, is if that number two pick's going to get you somebody that's going to be a difference maker for a decade, a complete and total game record changer type player. And I thought that's what people were saying this um, dude from Georgia is, Carter, I think. Um, but uh, from what I saw yesterday and what I saw people posting, they, he's, he's not that all the time. So if he's not that all the time, then let's trade back. That's my opinion. But, yeah, we got one week to go before uh, – our misery for this season is done. I'm ready for it to be over. I was enjoying it for a while. Just the field stuff. That's what made this whole losing season. You'd able to take it, not mind watching these games and me not mind doing this podcast. But now it's just getting like, uh, like, all right, just fucking end it. Put a bullet in this bear season. Commit suicide and its misery. This season is dead and done. Move on to the off season. 
I, I can't wait to free agency opens. I want to see what polls is going to do. I hope I'm not hate tweeting. As, as the offseason goes on, I might jump on and do a couple special episodes, like when free agency opens, uh, if the Bears are making a bunch of moves, or if they're making a whole lack of moves, I'm probably going to jump on and maybe do a special uh, little pod there. And then I was thinking uh, post-draft, doing a special pod uh, post-draft. And it is possible, I'm thinking maybe next season, uh, get back into, we haven't done it so much these last couple months, but you know, trying to get out a little more, uh, doing live some live tapings from the bars. Those those were fun, and then maybe mixing in some YouTube, uh, you know, recording some of that those live tapings that we're able to get out and get and get a YouTube channel going, where we get a live uh, video feed of the pod when we're out. I'm not gonna feed get a video of this me sitting like in my office or kitchen recording this. That's just pointless. But but yeah, maybe mixing it up a little bit next season because we you know we've had a pretty decent season here. I mean, it could use help. Any of you loyal listeners out there, spread the word of this. I know the season's almost over, but spread the word. You know, if you enjoy talking bears, a little bit of comedy, some laughs, some shit talking about uh, our team or the competitors, you know, spread the word, get some more listeners here and subscribe wherever you listen to it. Subscribe and give me a five-star rating. Really use it, you know. Want to get this thing taken off going into next season. First season, we've built some momentum here. Pretty sure I'm going to continue it going into next year. If I do, just really would love this thing to launch off into the stratosphere. So all you loyal Hoogans out there, spread the word. Let's, let's build the army and, and, and get this thing moving for next year. So, yeah, uh, another L. This one wasn't pretty. This one really wasn't much fun to watch. But um, but it's almost over, everybody. And, and let's just all, everybody, all Hooligans out there in the streets, nightly pray. Pray for Poles. Pray Poles has the smarts to fix this thing next year because he's, he's got the ammunition. The dude has ammunition to at least, you know, put a good dent in fixing what needs to be fixed. It's just, does he have what it takes? And we'll find out. All right? You hooligans, keep it real on the streets. We'll talk to you next week for the last game of the year. Bear down, baby.